0: Welcome to Season 3 of the Surrounded by Valor podcast. The beauty of having your own podcast is that you can categorize episodes and seasons like they do on TV and feel accomplished, so we're here in Season 3. My name's Mary, and thanks for joining me today. My goal with this podcast, honestly, is not to be the number one podcaster in America, or even to be top 10. (laughs) I don't need to be a career podcaster. I am self-funded, self-sponsored, however... If the company that made Mellow Cream Pumpkins wanted to sponsor this show, I would completely welcome that. And before you get on your, nu- your nutritional high horse here, those little balls of sugar that eventually taste like Play-Doh and they sting your teeth, those are my favorite. So don't knock them. But here in podcast land, I guess you could say I'm aiming to hit the middle third. Let's keep it small. Let's keep it close. How does that sound? So, today's episode is all about grief. It's that thing that nobody wants to talk about, yet everyone wants to talk about. And to be honest with you, I do not know anyone who has not gone through life and endured some sort of deep loss. And before we even continue, we don't have to quantify grief or loss. Loss is loss. I have a friend who recently lost one of her dogs and she's had this dog for a really long time. It was a huge part of her life. She is a teacher and came to school with her. Um, and as she goes through this loss, I hope that she doesn't feel like, well, it it was quote, just a dog. Loss is loss. Um, many people know that I lost my father two years ago. Uh, he was killed and it, was one thing that he died. It was a whole nother thing how he died. And through the past two years, I've been carefully navigating that chapter of my life. You always hope that that day never comes um, when you lose someone who you're very close with. Um, for a lot of us, it's a parent, but it really could be anyone, as we kind of have alluded to before. I've been in recovery from an eating disorder for many, many years. And I always thought that the day my dad died would be the day that like it comes apart, I'll lose my recovery. So when it happened, that was front of mind for me. And I immediately got connected through asking friends for um, recommendations, I got connected with a really wonderful grief therapist. And um it is honestly one of the best investments I've ever I've ever made. An investment in yourself is always good like that. I'm very protective of my mental health, and I'm very protective of that recovery. And through the process of going through that therapy, I discovered that my, je- my recovery was never in jeopardy. And it really made me realize, my dad was a huge part of my recovery, that um, I'm stronger than I think I am in many ways. And it also gave me this avenue to just totally explore grief. If you haven't taken a deep dive into it, it's very hard work. Um, there's a lot of a lot you have to look at in, within yourself. And I'm still seeing my therapist. I, I've backed off to once a month. I'm kind of worried about um, terminating the relationship altogether, just because it's kind of a check in, um, and it has made the process. Not easier, but more smooth, I guess. Um, but it was a lot of hard work. So, if you are someone who is facing a loss of any kind, I would highly recommend, if you can, to get connected with somebody who specializes in loss. It is again the best, one of the best investments I've made, and one of the best investments I think anyone can make. It's funny because the the when f- someone passes away initially. I feel like everyone comes running and for a good two weeks, everyone's there, everyone's there. And it's when people go home and you have to deal with the logistics and you have to kind of get back to real life that things, that's when things really start to hit. My dad was in my life every single day. We communicated three hours before he died. And you know, that's different than someone who say lives out of town, you know, he kind of drops into their life, not that that relationship is any less important. They're just different. So for me, my day to day life changed. But there were people um, who, you know, got to go back to their normal lives. And in some ways, I was envious of that. In other ways, I was not again, none of it's better, none of it's worse. It's just we all have our journey. And that's just how it is. So when I returned to my normal life and I was assisting my mother in just navigating all the complicated things that you have to navigate when someone dies, um, a lot of it was getting through and and just trying to get through the day. My dad used to have this saying, he would say, all we ever really have to do in this life is put one foot in front of the other. And if you do that enough times, you will eventually get somewhere. And there were a lot of days that I would say, okay, we're going to get to 8 o'clock a.m. And then we would get to 9 o'clock a.m., 10 o'clock, and 11 o'clock. And you literally just have to take it hour by hour by hour. How he died really complicated things because there was a lot of legal stuff. And that is a whole thing that's um, finally, let's say, taken on its own life. My part of that is complete for now. And there will be a day that I can tell that whole story because what we thought happened and what I proved happened was only a very small piece of what actually happened. And when you go through something like that and learn truth and additional pieces of what you thought was the truth, it's like reliving it every day that you have to deal with the people involved. And I'm trying to be vague, but I don't, I don't know why, because nothing changes the fact of what happened. So more on that, hopefully later. What I did find is that, you know, everybody says, and we say this, we say this too, is what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Um, I had two friends, I said to one of my friends, I was like, Oh, I really could use a vacation. And then he died in December, and in January, I got the instructions to be ready on a Friday at 3 o'clock, and what clothes to bring. And I didn't know where we were going, and I can't remember, it was only two years ago, if my husband did or not. But my two friends, um, my friend picked me up, we hit the thruway, and our other friend met us at this really cool resort in um, Ohio. (laughs) I don't even remember when they told me, because, you know, when you go through a a loss. You're so apathetic to anything. I actually had a a, a bunch of dental work done two days after my dad died and I did it on pure Novocaine because I just didn't care. They could have pulled my eyeballs out and I don't think I would have felt it. So when I got in the car, I was kind of like, you could drive me to the moon for all I care right now. But we ended up having, we went skiing and we went to dinner and we did swim. It was just a really great weekend and just a a wonderful gesture from some really great friends. So, you know, there are little things you can do like that. Um, I took a good look around at grief resources and I realized that they are out there. Um, There's some Instagram accounts that really, you know, kind of give you just insight I talked about my therapist. Um, my mom joined a spousal support group. Gosh, I can't think of it. Um, but if you're interested, message me and I can get it for you. Where she um, she described it as, you know, you don't sit around and talk about your loss. They they're really focused on living. They do dinners, they do retreats, and they do a lot of things together. People of all ages who have lost their spouses. Um, there's a podcast from Anderson Cooper that I really like. It's called All There Is. And I, uh, he's had some guests on that I just never would have thought to have listened to, uh, but his whole podcast and how he navigates the loss of his father, his brother, and his mother, he is able to articulate it in such a way that when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, I understand how you feel. I really get it. So I highly recommend that. And the other thing is that I learned is that the first year through a deep loss, we are actually more susceptible to injury and illness. Grief and loss has a profound effect on you physically. Your cortisol levels are higher. There's a lot of, well, there's not enough research on it, in my opinion, but in the scale of things we're going to research, I'm not sure how high grief is on the um, totem pole. Um, but if you look in PubMed, you can find some interesting, um, stuff. And I did, uh, sustain a very strange injury the first year and, um, just kind of took my time navigating it. So I would say, be gentle with yourself, ask the people around you to give you space and the people who are there for you are going to show up. I did definitely hear, like once this happens, you'll feel closure. Once that happens, you're going to feel closure. And I keep wondering, when's this uh, when's this closure thing gonna happen? Like, is there a door that closes? Like, I don't feel like there's ever closure. It's just a, it's just your life becomes a different flavor. My dad wasn't the first person in my life who was close to me who died. I've been through a, a lot of loss, but he was definitely the closest. Um, I had a very unique and good relationship with him, so it's probably why it affected me so deeply. So I would recommend um, reaching out, getting taking care of your own mental health with a therapist. Look around and use the resources on, on the social channels. Um And notice who does show up for you because I'm telling you those are the people that you always want in your life. I have somehow curated this little team of people and a lot of it was through just connecting on social and I just feel like I would run through a wall for them as they did for me and people showed up and reached out their hands and... I don't want to say that I took note of who didn't, but I did, and I did put up some walls because I realized that the relationships that I'm invested in are the ones that I want to invest in, and the relationships that I don't, I don't, and I think that that's all okay. So I want to talk a little bit about what you can do to help someone through a through a loss or a difficult time. Um, What I do is, I think I've sent this book so many times, it's called Your Grief, Your Way, and it's by Shelby Forsythia. And it's a year of like practical, it's called A Year of Practical Guidance and Comfort After Loss. And it's one of those books that kind of, that just goes by the date. And every day you have a little reading and some, some of the readings, you're like, wow, that really hits deep. I understand that. And other ones, you're like, all right, take a hike. But it was something that was just I could do every day, it was quick and easy to do. So I recommend that book. I always send it to people when they've gone through a loss. Um, be there. Uh, one of my friends, same friend who took me away for uh, the weekend, came over one night, brought her bike and just rode with me. Another day she just came over and had coffee. And we didn't have to talk about anything deep. Sometimes we did, sometimes we didn't, but just having someone next to you. And of course my husband and son did the same. Um but you know you always my son was very deeply affected. So you know you're supporting each other. But it's just nice when you can be the outside person, offer a walk, offer um a comfort care package or something like that. But there's nothing you can give anyone that's better than your time. I love to hear about the people that that my, other people have lost. So if it's someone's brother, sister, I you know tell me something about them. Um and don't offer solutions cuz there's no solution to this stuff. I think it's in our nature when we see people hurting, we want to help them and we want to fix it and we want to make it better. But what if you got down on the floor with them and just sat there like, this really sucks. Tell me a story about the person that you lost. You know, what was your favorite thing about them? And, you know, just give give your friend, your person time. That's honestly the best gift that you can give. And sometimes you send those texts and you're like, what I like to do is say, you know, don't feel like you have to respond to this. Um, but I just wanted you to know I'm thinking about you and and that's another way just those little pieces of support that you can offer again there's no solving it I think that one of the strangest lessons I've found through this past two years was the gift of hope that sometimes can accompany grief which sounds bananas but it's so true I don't think I've ever looked at a sunrise or a sunset the same way as I do now. And it's not something that my dad was like, Hey, look at the sunrise. Hey, look at the sunset. It just some, for some reason, strikes me now. It's unfathomable to me that time marches on. And for some reason, when I see those sunsets or sunrises, they just make me stop and appreciate that time does march on. And while the physical presence is gone, I don't know where I stand spiritually, to be honest with you. I was raised Catholic and I don't know. I think that's normal for a lot of us to kind of make it up as we go along, but but that's good for today, I think. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to season three. Again, if you're a mellow cream pumpkin uh, connoisseur, please feel free to sponsor the show. Don't knock it hashtag love the pumpkin. Next week, we're going to push, I was going to do an episode on handling injury. I'm going to push that back a week because I have a very special guest coming on. I'm so excited, a longtime friend of mine. And um, feel free to connect with me on social. I do have a private Instagram account and it's going to stay private for many reasons, but it just helps me to stay um, quiet and intimate and in the middle third, as we like to say around here. So Don't hesitate to send me a request. Don't hesitate to reach out. I'm excited to talk to you about these things and, um, you know, let's connect. I'm here for you. All right. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in. We'll see you next week.